Hey everyone, we're live. Welcome to another episode of Eglap. Of course, it's me, Paolo, your host. And of course, you know, for this week, we really have a great, um, we really have a great topic to discuss. It's a topic that was something that I wanted to. I mean, I know a lot of our uh, viewers will be like, "Yeah, Paolo, you keep saying, you know, this topic is great. You've always wanted to do this topic, and that's really true because, you know, for those who have been watching Eglap since last year, there was a time that we'd only do. Uh, two episodes a month, and because of that, it was very limiting uh, on the episodes that I wanted to do and such. But you know, I'm very glad that you know for this year, I'm able to do one episode per week, sometimes two, but then you know, yeah. So the average is like one per week. But anyway, today's topic, we're gonna talk about life and theater. Uh, most like or more likely, you know, the musicals or musical theater. And, you know, one fun fact about me is I love theater, especially when it comes to musicals. Because, you know, in my opinion, um, thespians who do theater or Broadway or musicals, etc., are extremely talented. Because not only do you have to be good at acting, not only do you have to be good at singing, but some musicals even has dancing. So, you know, unless if you're born with two left feet, right, you, you really have to train to, to do those things. Now, the guest today is someone who was a former office mate of mine. And, you know, I was very lucky to have her as an office mate because aside from her being, you know, awesome at her job, she is an actress when it comes to, you know, musicals and such. And there's this one musical that I really like. And it's actually also a book, no? And she actually starred in a production of this that we will talk a, a bit about later. But anyway, um, I'm going to, you know... So I'm gonna bring her up. This is the first time she's, be, you know, going to be in Iglap. I'm so happy that she is here. Let's all welcome for the very first time on Iglap, Sophie Dadula. Hey, Sophie, or, or Sophia, Hi. as you put in your name there. <laughs> so Sophie, why don't you um, why don't you introduce yourself a bit? Uh, you know, like fun facts about Sophie. First of all, I don't use that name anymore. Oh my, sorry, Sophia. My bad. <laughs> no, it's okay. Um, people know me from different timelines in my life, so that's a good indicator that uh, which time I met you from. I mean, I used to be called Sophie when I was in high school, and I kind of brought that um, mm. to work because uh, you and I had common friends, and one of them is yeah. Ivan, who called me Correct. Sophie because yeah. he knew me from high school before. And I actually and then, even yeah, joke, so. I think for a time I jokely called you Soapy as well, diba? I think. <laughs> yeah. And so but, but that was but fine. Anyway. So now uh we're a little older. I just had I, I just had my like twenty-sixth birthday, so now it's in a more professional I didn't know way you're twenty-six. Huh? all this time I always see you as like the 21, 22 year old. I mean I guess because <laughs> you look young, so yeah. Oh, yeah, but um, tell more about yourself. Like fun facts, like you know, your favorite color is gold or something. I mean, I don't <laughs> think that's your favorite color, but you know, something like that. It can be now. <laughs> We're liking more mature colors now. <laughs> uh I'm right now I'm working for the farm. I'm doing marketing and communications here, but I graduated with a mass communications degree from St. Paul. University of Manila, where I, or I actually discovered that I, I, what I wanted to do, like with the passion. That's right. where well, I that's... discovered my my heart for the theater. Uh -huh. So I'll I'll be grateful for that for always. 
And then when when I graduated, I just got sucked into the entire world of digital marketing. So that's kind of been my my two my two top things. And I've recently been a fan of K-pop. I don't know if it's the pandemic <laughs> talking or it it was before then, but like I appreciate their music now more than ever. I mean, I'm late to the party for sure. For sure, but at least you're part of the party. So like, who, no. um, yeah, who K K-pop artists or I'm not really sure what they call them groups or or something. Like, who are you fan of? There are groups and there are artists, like individual ones. I am a huge fan of EXO, the the twelve member boy group. Before there are six yeah. of them now, because half of them is like in the military enlistment mm. that they have the yeah, it's, it's the thing a that they do when they when yeah, it's the requirement in South Korea. So there are six of them now, but originally there are twelve. And then for solo artists, I'm I'm not sure if you're familiar with IU. No, really I'm gonna, I'm gonna be honest well. with you, with you, Sophia. Uh, the only like Korean people I know are the Army people, BTS, and the uh, Blackpink. Yeah. You know, the the yeah. Blinkers and Girls Generation. <laughs> not, I'm pretty sure they're not called that. Yeah, sorry, it's Blinks. Yeah, sorry, it's just that you know, <laughs> because of my age. At first, I called them Blinkers, and it kind of stuck in my head. Uh, because I mean, Blinks, like okay, like so you blink. So, you know, in my head, it kind of made more sense that you're a blinker because at least, you know, you're a person, not an action. But anyway, I mean, that's their fandom. No judging whatsoever. But yeah, uh, Girls' Generation did a nobody, nobody but you people, right? Yeah. Okay, yeah. And Rain. Those are like the only Korean, like, you know, singers, uh, performers that I know in the in the. In the but that's like first-generation K-pop. Yeah, I mean, they're not nobody, nobody, they are but now. it was like a huge hit in the Philippines before, right? Like, you have to be living right. under a rock not to know the song. To not to know, yeah. It's always yeah, on the uh, music channels, too. Yeah, and Rain was like, you know, I guess the crush of every girl at that time. You know, he started in movies and whatnot. Very but yeah, I mean, so you like K-pop. Um, have you watched any film that you like recently? Like a film that you would recommend to anyone? Um, not so much in films, but um, series, TV series. Actually, not TV. Okay. <laughs> just, just in Netflix now. The very popular Squid Game. Oh, I'm not yeah, done yet, so no spoilers. Yeah. I won't. But what episode are you on? <laughs> just say the episode on, number. Don't give like the you know like the synopsis of the episode. I'm on episode six. Why is everyone that I know who has on episode six? It, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like every time I ask, what episode are you? Six. Okay. You know, I'm, I'm not joking. You're like the 20th or 30th person who's told me I'm in episode six. What is it about episode but six? Wait, everyone wait. There's like only nine episodes. Nine episodes, right? And then yeah. every episode is a little heavy to take in. Yeah. Because people, you know, people, they die. <laughs> That's that's true. But then like every person I've asked, no kidding, straight. <laughs> as in there's no person who said I'm in episode five, episode three, episode eight. It's always episode six. And I think I have to rewatch it again. I, I'm gonna rewatch episode six to understand why. But okay, so Squid Game. Now, 
uh, what I wanted, so of course you're here because we want to talk about, you know, theater. And before we get to that, I, I need yeah. to thank our sponsors. So thank sure. you to Swagat Indian Cuisine, to Thai Movement, and to the Modern Fashionista. Guys, um, you know, with the pandemic, let's always support small businesses, especially, I mean, of course, support any business that you want to, but, you know, help out the small businesses as well. Uh, it's really difficult times for, for everyone the difficult times so sophie before you get to you know talking about you your love for theater um you being an amazing singer and all uh if it's okay with you let's talk a bit about last year uh during the pan and during the first lockdown and things like that because we know that you know you work in a resort that's not in metro manila uh like okay so when that happened did you get stuck there or did you go, go back home i mean what was your situation at that time right before it happened it was it was march yeah yeah it was march so I think, the first lockdown. we had we have we have not had we have an office in metro manila it's like a satellite office of the farm mm. so i i'm based in manila at the mm. manila pen yeah so yeah. so when the when the quarantine happened we were working from home for like a bit and then the management decided that I think we would be more productive if we stayed uh, here in Batangas. Oh, okay. Which, which was which, which was true enough because working in marketing, we have to be constantly putting out content, yeah, and taking videos or photos, and we we can do that at home for sure. So when we got here, that's that's basically all we did. Apart from you know ad paperwork and stuff, and more writing, so we got really the the place is you, you it's indescribable, actually. I, I'm lucky enough to be working in a place where we're all we all feel safe because the at the farm all the employees are tested twice a week for our oh, wow, safety and our guest yeah, safety, good. and it's all uh, paid for by the company. So it's really something that that keeps us going is that they they really care for the employees well as well as the guests so when we're here uh that began september in last year so yeah. until now we have this cycle that where we stay here for two weeks and then we uh, go home for two days to take our days off so I'm curious. So like, um, sorry, I, I don't know if you're allowed to say this or whatnot, mm -hmm. because since you're since you're kind of office, I mean, um, Batangas based for two weeks. I assume you only work for five days, or do you have to work six days? We have to work straight because we we have our days off in Manila, right? So every time that we're oh, here, right, right, right. okay. So technically, technically we yes, yeah, yeah, technically we're working. Understood. Okay. So like you know. You, you mentioned that you know you're lucky that you know you work in such a beautiful place you know, very inspiring uh you know because i'm sure a lot of people know and i'm gonna and if it's okay i'm gonna say a bit about myself because last year i was stuck at home you know in metro manila i mean you know i'm very blessed that you know i live in a place wherein you know i could go out to my to my garden quote and unquote and get mm -hmm. whatever quote and unquote fresh air right i mean technically the air me metro manila kind of sucks but it's kind of fresh air compared to, let's say, if you live in a condo, right? Or in an apartment. Yeah. 
pouring, you know, the air there is kind of recycled. And, you know, um, a lot of people have that situation where, you know, they're stuck in like a condo and such. And it just plays with your mind, you know. I mean, sorry, you you were you were in Batangas, right, during the quar- yeah. the, the first lockdown. So t- yeah. tell us like uh, how... No, I'm, I'm actually, I, I was home from March until August. We're working from home then. We were trying oh, okay. to make things yeah. work remotely first before they okay. decided to move us uh, here to, outside. To the, so like, what was going through your mind when you were stuck in Metro Manila? I want to know like your experience during that time. Well, the the pandemic, we didn't see it coming for for like months. I think there was there was already uh, news, news yeah. coming up. I think as early as Every, October everyone, of 2019, yeah. Yeah, I think so. And everyone didn't really think anything of it until it just happened. And I think we just, you know, responded not that early. So with everyone stuck at home, I just, I first, first I thought it was a good thing because we, we get to rest because of our hectic work schedules. And, and my, personally, there's been like an end-to-end conversation with um, the, with my work and my other work, which was um, managing the, your guests, <laughs> your guests yeah. before me. So that yeah. was kind of that was kind of getting not not really suffocating, but it was difficult to juggle both things at once. Yeah. And then that that quarantine happened, so I had to I had to I got a break that I thought I wanted, but then again it went it went on and on and on, and so I had, I think it, it's not good for anyone's mental health. I think to be stuck in one place though although i i didn't really i didn't really get um how would i say it i didn't really get depressed or anything i didn't go through a a, a deeper phase than just being sad that i miss hanging out with people i miss going out i miss getting to work and watch the bands play watch my watch my uh, the band that i'm managing watch them practice just just being with people generally so it's it, yeah, it wasn't anything worse than that because i had mom, my family at home so that really helped a lot and also i had music so listening to music was a big thing definitely i mean you know i personally went through a really bad time during that time i guess mm-hmm. you know each of us has our own way of coping with things and such. I'm glad yeah. to hear that, you know, you, it was it was rough, but it wasn't, like, extremely rough on your end. Yeah. And I think that's yeah. good. So, Sophie, before the pandemic happened and such, no, um, let's just go back to the time when COVID never existed and such. When was yeah. the last time you starred in a, you know, a musical or in a theater production? <laughs> the last time was, like, also the first time... <laughs> Because the the last big thing I did was the one we did seven years ago, which was our um our college play, Walang Sugat. If you yeah, if you know from my posts, I, I do I do I dedicate a post every year for that. So I I always see it in the in what the Facebook does. 
the 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 what do you call that the memories and on this memories. day yeah yeah i mean you know it's, it's awesome nice you get that, but that in, like yeah but do you get like some embarrassing stuff also aside from that because i mean that's beautiful you know seeing you know your oh, your photos and walang sugat and i kind of am jealous that i didn't meet you back then because i it looked amazing you know the production you know the the, the costumes and that moment that that moment where you took where that photo was taken yeah you know you look very like you were in the character and such and we'll talk more about that later but you know have you gotten any embarrassing facebook memories or histories or something that you're like like, every other day i get like is this really me (laughs) did i really type this there was there was a time (laughs) there was a time where i thought like i made the Facebook status look like my Twitter account. Yeah. So <laughs> every anything I just felt, I just typed away, not really thinking about what I'm saying. It, it's it's embarrassing, but sometimes I yeah, do like, share the 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 post, right? the statuses that I did, just to laugh at myself. Did you, Maybe did find you ever other go people. Through, did you ever go through that face like Sophie? Sophia Dadala is hungry, you know, something like that. Like you post something like that. <laughs> yeah. With the is, then you put an action like is hungry, is sleepy, is tired, or something. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> those, I those think it pops worst. up every every three days. There's like, I am so connected back then. <laughs> back really then anything I just felt. Yeah, or like back then, like I, I, I had friends. I never did this by the way, but I had friends that if you accepted their friend request, they would be like, because there's a time where Facebook would put it at, in like the, the feed saying that, let's say, mm-hmm. Paula mm-hmm. and Sophie are friends. Yeah, there's announcements you know, like that. Yeah, then I, yeah, the friend be like, thanks for accepting my friend request. It's like, why do you have to thank me, man? Like, <laughs> and also with your photos too. When you, when yeah, you like, change thank your profile you for picture. Liking my photos. Thanks for the likes, guys. Yeah. <laughs> oh, those are the days. Those were the days. So I'm I'm just curious, Sophie. So um what made you decide to or sorry, better question. How did you get inspired to be able to star in that school musical of yours or that school production of yours of Walang Sugat? Like as a kid, did you were you exposed a lot to musical theater? Did you watch a lot of you know plays as a kid? Or like what inspired you to to do that? Well, it 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 everything started, I think, with Disney. Disney, okay. As yeah, as a fan of um, Prince's stories and the movies with, with really good music, I think you you can't deny that the the scores and the original music from Disney films were were really classic in yeah. its own way, like instantly I, recognizable whenever wherever you hear it. Can I so guess? It started with, uh, hmm. Sorry, to cut you off. Can I just guess? Go. Your favorite Disney princess. Okay. Like I think you probably told me before, but you know, because of the many years that we haven't really spoken about Disney, I probably okay. Um, obviously it's a Disney princess, right? We're not talking yeah. about Lion King. Okay. So <laughs> is it shoot, can I get two tries? <laughs> because okay. you're a very difficult person to to guess with. Okay, little mermaid. I think you're gonna get it. <laughs> you did. I did, yes. You did. Yes. Because my, my second guess was Mulan, but then I was like, 
if, if, if it's not Little Mermaid, then Mulan's going to be definitely wrong. Okay. I so mean, sorry, so the, Mulan, the Mulan soundtrack is pretty cool. It really but is. It, if we're talking about a princess and my favorite Disney princess, yeah. It's, it's Ariel. It's Ariel. I don't know. Like, for sure. I, I mean, for me, I guess I like Mulan just because the soundtrack is just so amazing. Like what you said, like, I'll make a man out of you, right? You know, let's get right. down to business with the Fida Huns and all. Like, you know, classic Every song. scene. Every right? scene is a setup for a great song, so. Exactly. But you also Little Mermaid is also really, really good. And my sister loves that movie. My girlfriend loves that movie. You love that movie. Okay, so, you know. Because sorry, it's, so. it's like, it's a big party. All, all in one. It, it, it's also I, I watched the live action. Well, the the musical, the Broadway musical, where oh, so Sarah Bodges. Watch I watched it online because I couldn't oh, watch it yet. They they haven't brought the company here. I think with with the yeah. cast that I that I wanted, but they have done uh, local versions. Oh, that I didn't know they did local. I know that they brought Lion King here. Yeah. That's what I remember. But I don't think anything else. Not Disney, I mean. Yeah. So it's sorry. But going back to what you were saying before I rudely interrupted you. So, <laughs> you know, you're saying that it's from Disney because, you know, it, it's amazing soundtrack and things like that. What else? Like, how did that inspire you to to say, you know, I want to be an actress and sing in front of people? I mean, like, what about it exactly? Well, it's well since it started with disney and then i i'm a, a big consumer of tv okay and an avid listener of the radio since i was like five or six they didn't understand it i liked reading I, i'm a very like open person yeah and i and, and i was as a kid i always i always talked about things even if went even when it didn't make sense so it was just like a culmination of all those things that I wanted to do. And then I figured out one time that uh, during our, our family gatherings, when when all of this was okay, when being together, when there's no um, six or five meters apart, we would we would like, we would act. Because we, we always used to go to resorts where we can swim. Okay. So as as young as that, we were acting like we were mermaids in the pool, <laughs> battling some kind of octopus. So that's kind of the role play that we did. I was playing with my cousins, okay. and then I just I remember like having the the greatest time, just imagining that we were fighting a giant, battling real villains. Yeah, yeah. So I I took that into into adolescence like i i sang for the church that's basically where well i grew up listening to the Benoit divas also like the your regine velasquez's and your um bobs fernandez and your lani misaluchas all of them i i just loved listening to music let's not forget the sharon conetas wait sorry sharon conetta was a diva when she would sing no, she's well. She's not a diva, but her voice is. Oh yeah, it's nice. One of my power. my top ten, yeah. So who's your top so, one? So from there, my my first one. Yeah, Philippines, Philippines, yeah, OPM. Well, it used to be 
um, it used to be Sharon, but then if I look at everything else, now it's uh, Sarah. Sarah G, okay. Yeah, Sarah G. And also, I'm lucky enough to have um, watched her, to watch her grow from her first um, ano, Pinoy pop star, something to where she's yeah. now. That's like really humbling to watch. Sorry, so so please continue. So you know you you went through the Pinoy divas. Yeah. Uh, so then. So then I, I sang for church, uh, near, near my house. That's where like, that's that's not formal training, but that's where I learned how to, how to control my breath, and where I stand on like the the S eight the soprano and alto. Um, segregation and then in high school I didn't really I, I kind of stopped for a bit because I I don't know I, I focused on school first but I still loved watching that's that's where I got in immersed in books that's where I, I read and read and then but basically I just I, I studied mostly in in high school but then when when I went to college, I felt like that was a new, uh, a new leaf. So that's where I got into being active. I joined our theater organization. I joined our school chorale also. And then later, later I, I also got into memberships with um, other organizations. Because that's 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 where it all started, and then this third year came, and then as a as a part as a class requirement, we had to put up a class produced play, and I I always I kind of knew that there were there were people who were going to audition for the lead roles. But and that I was already considering getting like um, somewhere a, a position somewhere back end. Like there were also um, ticket sellers, marketing, production managers, stage people. I considered that, but then I I saw our stage at school. This is in um, Saint Paul University, Manila, our Flor de Lee Auditorium. I saw that I stayed there for like five minutes I think and it just I mean it just spoke to me I wanted to oh I I, I would like to mention that that stage is where my mom graduated and then when she graduated there she was already carrying me oh okay yeah she's <clears throat> pregnant with me when she walked the stage for graduation so I don't know I there's I had that connection with that stage it's same exact so it's like a a full circle in your family in a way not yet it was it you know it was 180 yeah it was 180 right <laughs> right there and then and then so i'm gonna get back to that story later so we're what we're at 180 right so yeah. i auditioned for the lead role and they asked me to sing a song and then when i tried to, to go safe and i sang uh moonstar 88 panalangin Oh, that you consider that safe? 
I think because it doesn't go up. It's just oh okay. It's okay, like okay. a, a straight I, I melody, and yeah. that you you can sing it like to someone. You can when you, when you're having a conversation. It's not a flashy song. But then they said like we 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 want we want it's good, but we want more. So I was like sweating and not sure what I wanted to do. I'm. Do you know that feeling when you're supposed to think of a song but you can't? There's like when people ask you, "What's your favorite song? What What's in your head right now?" Liability by Lord. <laughs> well, that's great. That's you have an answer. You have an answer. But if you have to, <laughs> if you have that answer, can Can you sing Liability right now? No, no, no. Here's the thing. Um, my greatest <laughs> frustration in life is I cannot sing nor play an instrument. But I do believe if I was in your situation, you know, I have where I'm an amazing singer, I'm very talented in like music. I get where you're coming from. Trust me, if I was in that <laughs> position. But since I suck at singing, I suck at you know learning any instrument. All I can do is just listen to songs. So that's I have that song in my head. I mean, but then if I was in your position, obviously, because you know, like I, I kind of get the pressure you're in, right? Because yeah, I'm you know, thinking you're, of you're saying. I'm trying to avoid saying a song that I can't sing. Because if it's yeah, something that. that I'm just yeah. listening to at the moment, it's going to be hard for me to sing that. But then one of the panelists, the, the professors who were choosing the roles, they asked me to sing um, Luha by Aegis. Oh! As oh, in... That, that is not safe. <laughs> As in from Panalangin, I from Moonstar '88 to ages. To ages. That's like from Michael Jackson to Charlotte Church or something. I completely, mean, yeah, completely off genre. And so I, I, I tried my best. I, I don't know. I think I rang their ears off. But then when they when they posted the the characters for the play, I'm so happy that I got. That I got the lead just because I think I think because of the AG song because the lead character had a lot of really high notes to sing, yeah, uh, in, in the entire play, and that's gonna go on for like two two hours, two hours and a half. So it's a good thing they asked you to sing Luha and not um what's the kissing song of ages, um, Halik. Halik, there. It's a good thing they didn't ask you to sing Halik or anything. <laughs> I mean, I that one is like, that one is like, you have to be like uh, Bonnie, what's her name? The, the girl who sang Total Eclipse of the Heart? Shoot. Um, but yeah, you have to sing it like that. But anyway, okay, so, you know, you sang Luha, and obviously you did an excellent job. That, that's why they got you. Now, I'm just curious though, like, why did the school decide on Walang Sugat? Because... Uh, to, to, to our viewers, no? especially to our viewers in Tuvalu who obviously do not know what that is. Uh, so, hi guys. We, when you watch this, it's probably going to be at 6 or 7 a.m. in the morning. Um, Walang Sugat is, is actually a book originally, right? And they made it into a musical, if I'm not mistaken? Yes, it was a Pinoy Zarzuela. Yeah. So You wouldn't uh, consider it a book, but it was like a, a, a playwright. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, it, was it was written already for 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 a play. It was written to be to do an a live action of, not really, not really as a book to read. 
yeah, not really a musical in that sense. Yeah. But uh, so Sophie, maybe you could you know give a very 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 brief synopsis for for our listeners. What is Walang Sugat about exactly? Like very brief, like make it like a a trailer to a movie. <laughs> well, the snippet, the the thing, the how we like to describe it back then when we were selling tickets was that it was um, a choice between love or love for country or love your. It was a choice between your love or your love for your country. Which I think so is that's, a excellent, yeah. It, it's very hard to decide when you're in the moment. Uh, the main character is not me. <laughs> it, it was my partner. Mm-hmm. But I was there to yeah. support him with his love for country. And that in, spoiler alert, I thought he dies. <laughs> But that's where they get the title from. Why did you from. spoil it, though? <laughs> I don't know. No, but yeah. It's okay. It's okay. Yeah. Okay. So that's, that's where they got the title from. Because there's there's a scene there where I was about to get married to another person. Because my character have, has accepted that, you know, my, my, my other half, my love has chosen the country. And so he, he chose to die for the country. Yeah. That's where I got that. I got a fake news from from the people around that he's dead. And then they brought him to the church. Early like 1870 or something. Yeah. <laughs> so they brought him to church. And then apparently, he's not dead. That's why, you know, personally, I find it such a magical story because... I mean, I don't know if you got this from me when we first met or as you know me as a person, but when I find something very, very smart, I like always talk about it. And when I read it the first time, because I was like, what kind of title is No Wound? That's basically the that's the English yeah. title, basically, right? Or Langsugat, No Wound or No Wounds or whatever, right? I was like, okay, like what a weird ass title, right? Then when you read it, then you get to that part, you're like, Damn it! That is a really good. That's why. Like, like what clicks. the hell? It all makes sense in the end. Like it's really that's I, so, to our viewers. Sorry for spoiling it, but you know you guys <laughs> definitely should read it, or if you can watch like you know something on YouTube about it, you should because the journey, you know, of the characters, the way it's written, is just simply amazing. So, what was the name of your character in Walang Sugat? My character's name is Julia. Julia, okay. And why don't you describe Julia a bit as a human being? Julia is the way that they described it to me when we were briefing for the characters was that she was the the Maria Clara of her time. And that was a challenge because I was not. <laughs> I was not a Maria Clara. So I had to What do you mean by Maria Clara exactly though? What does that mean? Well, she's she's conservative. Yeah. Well, the way that I got that was that she's conservative. She's quiet. She doesn't like mingling with other people. You know, she has her own circle. It's just not, not everything that I'm not. <laughs> everything that that's no, not I mean, talkative. You know, like having your own circle and stuff. I mean, that, that, I mean, that kind of sounds like you. Maybe the not being quiet fine, but yeah. <laughs> Yeah, very, but I mean, that's being, one. Being very private. That's the person who she's she's someone who doesn't go out of her house. 
because there's the opening scene there she was with um people who were uh doing doing their clothes sewing yeah and they're all inside her house so it's something it's it's something kind of like she's she's a conservative person so i had that to internalize for about half a day or a whole day to think about how she would act because i i can't be me during the the play yeah because you go out <laughs> exactly so like how did you, yeah yeah but how did you internalize that like i get it yeah the day a half a day but like what did you say okay i'm not gonna leave the house i mean how did you get into act you know how did you get into character because you know method actors um they they find a way to get into character right like like daniel day lewis if i'm not mistaken to to get ready for his role in, in the name of the father he lived inside mm. a box for a week like a, a black buy-in box i assume right yeah. he just stayed just there, to feel there, just there. to feel what it's like yeah so what and did when you, what you did when you? you're in that when you're in that place because i think you you have you have an understanding of what the character is going through so that's that's why they do the method acting but for yeah, me but it what wasn't did, what did you do? yeah for me it was just like observing because it's i like people watching so i observe the most standout traits from my friends who are quiet in the class there's there's some people that i got um nuances from i think the the hands going like this where do i show it oh yeah hands going like this is a trait of a very quiet person they don't go anywhere they're fiddling and then it's all in their mind and the in the quietness i think i just stayed silent for i stood alone by myself to get into a quiet space and i tried to find like a connection with it why i like the quiet why i like doing the why i like not moving basically so yeah, that helped me get into the character, and also wearing the wearing her clothes helped a lot, because my normal clothes will will not make me feel like I'm in that period. Yeah, the very long dresses, long skirts yeah. that cover like your feet probably or something. Yes. Thankfully, right, so the costumes were not itchy or anything, so I just I was comfortable in them. Oh, that's good. Because usually those very long costumes, I would assume, might be a bit itchy or uncomfortable, right? Because one, yes, the Philippines but, is a freaking hot country. <laughs> yeah. Thankfully, the the uniform, the uniform, the costumes were like the, the blouses inside and the sheer top. Yeah. It was like those long, but they were really tight because I had um several skirts on inside one. So when we change the costume, it's not that hassle. So before we um continue our discussion, I just want to go to our comment sections, comment yeah. section, sorry, really quick. So we have Miguel's irre oh my gosh. irreverent guitars. Wow, that's a very long Facebook name. So, wow, is that Sophia? Then soaps, Sophie. Then we have Lay Francisco with um heart-eyed emoji people. Then Miguel said old <laughs> Sophia and Alfonso Miguel Basig says idol koyan. So, yeah, 
so that that's pretty awesome. So okay, so you got into character by you know looking at your friends who are quiet or your classmates who are really quiet by wearing the clothes. So in terms of like when you're already rehearsing the whole thing, right? Because it's it's quite a heavy story, right? Because you have to think about the time that they were there, what they were going through, what you know, with the the Spanish times, you know, that that's the setting, right? Mm-hmm. Um, when you're going through rehearsal and such, was there a time where you felt that this isn't me, like, or I'm biting more than I can chew, or something? Like, did you have any negative thoughts in your mind going, you know, going through your mind when you're doing rehearsals? Yeah. Of course, there are lots of times where where like, we what were. Did you feel? What was going through your mind? We weren't feeling good with our acting. There, are, there's parts where scenes just don't go right however you however much you practice for it you had rehearsals go on for like after class until late at night back then so like what time does your class end and what time do you guys start doing rehearsals we had classes ending at three o'clock i think so around three p.m okay yeah so let's say then we go on until four o'clock until nine yeah like what time is that's for that's a typical day for that's like a five-hour practice. Oh, so wow. Maybe... So let's say you start at four, you end at nine or ten, like that? Yeah. Wow. Eight. I mean, eight or nine, because the school closes at nine. Okay, the school closes. Yeah. <laughs> Even during college, it closes? Yeah. That's strange. Okay, because, because like... St. Paul is um, like a Catholic school, so there are... Um, Students living in the dormitories inside, so they keep it safe. Ah, uh, okay. No, because in my, in my college, I think it closes at 10 or 11 just because of mm. people, you know, like student government, like they're yeah. doing meetings or whatever. But okay, so you guys, ah, so if not though, let's say the school closed at 11, do you think you guys would have spent until 10 o'clock or 11 in school practicing? I think so. Like there was a there was a time there where we were stuck with just one scene. It's the opening scene, and we were struggling with them. Um, we were struggling with the chemistry between the the lead actor and myself, because we were friends. So everything we did was we, we weren't yet um long far into the rehearsals. It was just like the first or second week. We were struggling to keep the chemistry because everything we did was like it, this is weird. We're friends. <laughs> We we yeah, weren't we're not very involved. much into yeah we weren't very much into the character who were in the books, or like yeah. the one for each other. So it took us time to get to that place, but when we did, it was it was like everything just fell into place. But then the our struggle went to the songs. Because there are rehearsals where we just would practice the songs instead of the scenes. So we had dedicated days for that. But then when you when you even when you talk just for, for this much, your voice starts to get hoarse. So there's really there's so many ways you can ruin your voice, even if you're just talking. So that time they prescribed not really prescribed they're not doctors but they told me to drink a lot of water and to rest which i can't do because we're practicing yeah warm water and ginger helped oh okay ginger with the voice but like at the day of the performance 
which I should mention was on my birthday. Mm. Wow. Okay. So some so added it was pressure. Really special, right? Yeah. So I'm on the second, we had, yeah. Can Can I just ask a very silly question? But go. Because you mentioned that your partner, the, the other lead, the guy, was mm-hmm. your friend, right? Mm-hmm. But what if, let's say, the lead was someone that you had a crush on or maybe a boyfriend or something? Do you think you could have gotten the chemistry much faster? I think so. But, you know, it's, it, it's just easy to think about what could have been. I think the way that Jad and I uh, built our friendship to grow into something that Julia and Tanyong, the lead characters, had. Um, it was it was very special, and we had we had that to hold on to, like for the rest of our lives. I think that that trust that we gave each other that we can do this, we can be, we can call ourselves lovers through the characters of um, Julia and Tanyong. That's just really special to me. Yeah, because I think it takes a lot of talent and dedication. I think those two have to work hand in hand to to make something like that work because. You know, I guess it's the easy way out when, let's say, you guys like each other in the romantic sense as compared to loving and caring for each other in terms of friendship, right? Yeah. Because, you know, when you like someone or, in lo- or you're in love with someone or you have a- or infatuated with someone, it's so easy yeah. to-, to get the chemistry. You don't because- even have to act. Yeah. Yeah. You can just be like, hey, like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, like, imagine if it was like us, for example. That's gonna be difficult because we're just like, um, yo, Sophie. Um, yeah, I, I don't have ones, as you can see. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's something like that. It was. It was a. It was a sweet friendship that yeah, we kind of like, built um, into. Can we just high five instead of kiss? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you know, you so you're mentioning that. You know, there's struggle with some chemistry because yeah, it does make a lot of sense because you know you're just you're in college at that time, right? You're not a professional yeah. actress or a professional yeah. uh, thespian. Then um there are some days where you guys just it just couldn't work in terms of acting. Yeah. Because of course, you know, in the beginning, you know, everyone is just maybe nervous or maybe too excited and mm-hmm. you know, maybe yeah, again, it's just like re- learning to ride a bike, I guess, in that sense, where you're gonna fall a couple of times before it's a smooth ride, right? So aside from those things, what are the other troubles that you guys went through during your rehearsals and production and all? Yeah, apart from that and the singing for hours on end, it was um, it had to do also with how how little the class was and how many people the play needed. So we had to had help from there. There was a scene where we had a lot of um, soldiers. Yeah, and extras, and they had to rehearse too, so we kind of had to beg yeah, because the of the, other. The marching, yes, yeah. Yeah, there there was a fight scene. We tried to we tried to cheat it with lights to make it look like there are a lot of them. Yeah. But even that wasn't enough, so we had to ask help from our um, seniors. Back then, the the seniors college students and some from. The lower batch before us we've we brought in a help from other mass communication students who have graduated and just wanted to, to take part we're lucky also out. that they're willing to help out that they they love the school they love our batch 
everything everything went on went smoothly. I think we filled up all the requirements that we needed for in terms of the casting. So I'm curious, like in Walang Sugat or in your production of, of that, mm-hmm. uh, were there any extras wherein they didn't have to really rehearse? Like all they have to do is just walk on the side or give you there like bread was. or something? No, there, there, no? I, I can think of two, two people. There's so just, one. Okay. Uh, there's one schoolmate of ours. He, he's he's actually our batchmate, but he went a little behind. And he shipped, I think he shipped um, majors. So he, he got a little behind. But he joined us during our production as a like, as one of the group leaders. So he had a full line of announcing rules. He just, he, he read the script and just went into one rehearsal. And he did it perfectly every time. And then we so were he had just one in scene. awe of him. We were like, "How do you do that?" Because <laughs> because really we really need to like my parts and that parts for ninety ninety pages out of the one hundred. Yeah, we're obviously you're, you're the leads, right? <laughs> and so like memorizing it was not easy at all. So we were we were jealous of him very because he delivered it the best way he can and that we were just we we had fun watching him and then the other guy he's not really a student but he's the custodian of the of the theater the auditorium he's a custodian and it's also a tradition at our school to like include him in any available role so that's that was really fun to watch when it was his turn to guest star for us because he was the custodian and then he he played as the doctor during the play and he he was the one i think he was the one who got to announce that the the lead character was alive so that was really um, heartwarming it was it was very hard not to react while we were acting because i was so proud of him also he was he was so into it he was very game even though he also did it he guest starred in other productions during the the past uh the past batches so that was fun so let's go let's talk about your the day itself because obviously you guys went through production you went through different rehearsals etc so the day itself how nervous were you on a scale of one to ten very i think i was number 12 not 11, huh? like 12. Not like 11. 12 a god, okay. 12 a god, because it, it, the play, the production rehearsals were um, three months, if I'm not mistaken. It took us three months to rehearse and do the set and finalize everything, promote it, whatever, get our sponsors. And then when the day itself came, the day before that happened, we stayed until like, 10 o'clock just to get everything right we did it from start to finish so it was basically our first run but without an audience that's the uh, technical dress rehearsal we had the lights on we had the thing so it it for me it felt like we we already did a version of it uh, a whole production of it with no pauses no breaks so we had a sense of what was coming the next day but also 
when we came to school the next day, everyone was so tired. And my lead partner didn't have a voice. He didn't have a voice. I swear. He was like, he went to class and said, I'm not going to go. I, I don't have a voice. <laughs> he was like, I don't know where he was. I was like, were you doing an ASMR right now? Because you, you don't have a voice. And we were, we were not panicking. <laughs> But we were really starting to to think about how to go through this with a lead partner. <laughs> but thankfully, he pulled through. Uh, we gave him, I think, Ginger. So after Ginger, he was like, and uh, I mean, you know, like. No, um, his voice wasn't back to its like prime. <laughs> prime quality but he did get some of his voice back i mean we didn't okay, have him okay. talk for for the entire morning up until he had to actually talk so it's a good we thing no just... prof said um can you answer this question you <laughs> <laughs> on that day on that day we didn't have any class we were just we we couldn't even if they, oh, we had okay. classes we, we couldn't yeah, yeah. Good. That's everyone was just <laughs> everyone was just waiting, and that on that same day of of the play, we were practicing the the bowing at the end, the curtain call. Why do you have so to it's practice really that like way? a lot? Of, I, I, I mean, I know that may sound like a very silly question, but why does one need to? Because don't you guys like, for example, not? I mean, based on the place that I've seen, okay, and you yeah. know, you could correct me if I'm wrong. It's like, for example, yeah. um, here are. Lara, AJ, Paolo, who were the people selling Pandesel. Then, you know, we all go out, then we bow. Then it's like the next round of people. Then it's mm -hmm. like Sophie and blah, 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 blah. Then you bow. Then isn't it like after you guys, like, or the last since you're the leads, mm -hmm. everyone else comes out, you hold the hands, then you bow, survive. Like, I'm just wondering, why do you have yeah. to practice? Well, it's not, it's not a very hard rehearsal, but you just have to practice it because there are blockings that the characters have to go to like for example okay. this big group here goes to one side it's just the, a matter of remembering where where to go after you it's a very after you simple take your practice bow. yeah it's 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 very you like can do you it on the day itself yeah like it's one of those uh, you probably get in the first or second try if it takes the third yeah. try maybe you should think about life already or something <laughs> <laughs> yeah and there's also the announcer that that knows yeah, your name says, when it's yeah. your turn so that really helps yeah. But like after that, you we're avoiding stuff like um, people bumping each other on the stage. Mm. So okay, there's so, like that that blocking ready for us. So you're twelve out of ten. Uh, before what time did the play mm -hmm. start? The first run was at one p.m. I think. Oh, how many runs in a day? Just two, and then that's that's so your um, until final requirement. Yeah, so 1 p.m. until so that's a two, three hour play, right? Yeah. Two hours so, and 30 minutes. So Sabine Mo, you start at one, you end at around 3 30. What time's the next one? And then we go again at five. Five o'clock. Okay, so you have an yeah. hour and a half to rest. Okay, so <laughs> my assumption is the first run is when you're most um nervous, right? Or most pressured. Yes. yes. Uh and obviously, how did it go? Like in your opinion. Um Obviously, don't judge your own acting because I think that's kind of difficult. I know. But like, you know, it's weird. I 
what I remember the most were, were the parts that weren't mine. Okay, which, which but, makes because, sense. Because when, when I was just, when I was resting, when it's not my turn, I just, I, I get to, to savor the other, my other classmates who were acting, just to enjoy their moments, their songs also. But I think that was the part that I enjoyed the most, being backstage and just listening to them. Yeah, so with that one though, like on a scale of like one to ten, the first run, what would you give it overall? Because I was so proud of everyone. That one was like a ten for me. And how about the second run? Which I assume would be much easier for everyone. (laughs) Since you know it's kinda like you know for for like for, for those of our viewers who are basketball fans or who play basketball, they always say that that you know when you need two free throws to make to win the game it's always most difficult to make the first free throw than the second so i assume the second one felt like you guys walking in the park or something right yeah but that that one was everyone was like this is the last guys let's give it like whatever we got left and so that was like we've exhausted everything and my my partner his, his voice is really not getting better. So it, that the second run was like a nine. Just because I'm still proud of everyone for, for pulling through until the second run. And I'm, I'm also happy that they recorded the first one. <laughs> oh, is that where your photo Instead came from? Uh, the photos came from both because we had um, our school photographers to cover and also some of our friends who were in in the theater. Um, sorry, it Sophie, was not cut you off for a bit. Uh, do you sure. have the photo? Do you have the photo with you? Like on your? Are you you're using a laptop right now, right? For, for this um episode, like you're talking to me via laptop, right? I'm not. I'm using my other phone. Oh, is it possible for you to use your other phone and show us that photo? Because Unfortunately for our Spotify users, you won't be able to see the photo for obvious <laughs> reasons. But for our, you know, for our uh, viewers now in our future, vo- you know, viewers on Facebook, I just really want Sophie to show this photo because when I first met Sophie and she showed me this photo actually because when I first met her, we I don't know how we even got to that conversation where we spoke about Walang Sugat. I honestly don't remember, but I'm glad we got there. And I saw that photo. That's when I said, wow, this looks like an amazing production. I actually thought she did it in Pita Theater or something. Like, I didn't think it was a cool production or anything. I actually thought that Sophie was like a semi-professional, um, you know, thespian. Oh, I are. wish. You know, but yeah, I would definitely, if it's okay with you, Sophie, like to, to, to show us the photo. And while well, you're searching yeah. for that photo, I just want to show this comment right quickly from Lisa Castillo just saying Idol Koyan. <laughs> That's my workmate. Oh, okay. And well, also hi, hi, Lisa. Lisa, right? Lisa? Eliza. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah. Eliza and um, Lay, thank you for watching. But yeah, you know, definitely like, you know, for our viewers, it's really amazing uh, when you when you see this photo, just because you really Which photo feel... did you want to see? The one with you I... in it, and I think you were talking to to your to the lead, right? To the other guy. Can I show you this one instead? 
Okay, fine. That, any photo you can find. That's not the photo, but okay. <laughs> I can try to find it, but this one was like near the, the end. <laughs> it's near the end. Yeah, we but that's okay. We might we might spend so some. Hard. We might spend too much time looking for the other photo, but <laughs> no. But trust me, guys. Like, um, that's not an amazing photo, by the way. Like, great photo and all, but the other one is like when you really get to. To feel the atmosphere, feel the story, feel the how amazing that production must have been. I mean, I, I unfortunately never got to see it live, no. But I, I'm sure it was, you know, you know really amazing. Uh, We're thinking really about cool. doing a rerun in like 50 years. <laughs> you should. And I would definitely go. Uh, I'll just prepare my my usual office attire when I watch when I watch it. Of so. course, you already have a VIP seat. Wow. I also wanted to show okay. another where we're like not singing, but just okay. being quiet. <laughs> In the rehearsal, we had to go to just to get that look. Wait, so I'm curious though. Like, sorry to ask this, but whose wedding dress is that? It, they made it for me. Oh, they made it for you, Talaga. It wasn't like your yeah. mom's or anything. Yeah. They made it for their character, actually, not for me. I didn't get it. Did you get to keep the dress? No, it was kept in the in the um, costume. The I wardrobe. mean, in the future, you know, if they if you got to keep it, you could just use that in the future instead, or, or whatever, <laughs> like the same on cost. I would love to use it again. Yeah, I, I mean, it looks looks like an, it's an ama- It looks amazing. That the dress looks really, really amazing. And the yeah, post one thing where to. where it said, "I like I got married to the stage." <laughs> I think so. It, that's what it felt. So I'm just curious now, Sophie. So Sophia, mm. sorry. Uh, you you went through that, and can you just describe to to our viewers how does it feel to be an actress in a musical, or like think of two to three words to describe the feeling. It just for me it just felt rewarding because that's you're seeing all of your hard work in maximum two two including the rehearsal the technical rehearsal three runs you're just doing it three times but you rehearsed so much for it and the effort that went into it and everyone else's um contribution to make it what it was it was really very special and unforgettable time in my life, and I, I would have I would have loved to continue it, and that's what got me into um, joining and being active in our school choral after after the whole entire production. So Sophie, um, I'm not sure if you're comfortable with answering this question, no, but. Why didn't you pursue it in, in the end? Like, you know, once you graduated, um, or did you pursue it? I mean, what happened? Like, no, first question I, is, did you pursue it or not after you graduated? I tried. I I joined workshops. Okay. To, like, get into practice further. We tried to get involved in the next production of our lower batch students, but, like, time was really not on our side. And also, I was... I was I got um, very quickly absorbed by AFD 
after graduation. So yeah, that's that's or really because you're, you're amazing, right? So that's why. <laughs> no, no, but then like, you know, just life happened. It's not something that I decided I wouldn't do. It just I just kept it hanging, and I think it's it's still, of course, a very much alive dream of mine to to do a production again. Though I know it's it's gonna be a lot of hard work. And you know the pandemic needs to be at least a bit better. Yeah. That's that's one thing I actually miss. You know, I mean, I I've never had the opportunity to watch Broadway or anything mm-hmm. like that. But I guess the closest thing is you know anything in Pita. Because um, you know, I just love plays in general, whether it's musicals or not. Because that's where you get to really see the talent of you know, the performers. Because you know, when you're in film, you make a mistake, cut. There's, the there's also editing, yeah. yeah. Yeah, but then you know, in the theater or in or yeah, in the theater, if you make a mistake, it's like the audience be like, "What?" And you be like, "What?" You, you, you know what <laughs> I mean? But then you have to go through it. It's just you in yeah. your mind being like, oh, "What?" But then outside, you're like. Or that's, like, that's the real beauty of it because yeah. you have to figure out how to write the, the, the continue the story like incorporating yeah. your mistake in it i mean there's mistakes that people don't really notice because of how good people are or there's um there's mistakes like breaking the fourth wall that that actor is really yeah. put into put into the play that's really what makes it and every time you watch it it's it's a different experience for everyone even if it's the same um, script, it's the same playwright. It's a different experience anytime you watch it. So it's not really a loss when you watch a play for a second time. I don't think it's ever because a loss. There's, yeah. I'm saying, I mean, when you watch one movie and you watch it again, there's like, that's the exact same thing that happened. Yeah, unless it was maybe a reboot or a remake or a reimagination <laughs> or whatever. Or okay, a deleted so... scene. Yeah, but for you, um, what's your favorite play of all time? Top two. I'll make it easy on you. No, like, <laughs> I mean, there's no like positioning involved. Just top two in your head. Top one, my the 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 play that I really fell in love with is Wicked. For sure. Really? Okay. Yes. Um, what did you think it was? I honestly, okay, gonna talk. And sorry to our. To our um, viewers in Tuvalu, um, it's like this. Uh, I didn't expect Wicked, but I'm not 100% surprised, like 72% surprised. Okay. I was thinking more like, uh, do you know the play the, uh, Waitress? Yes. Sarah Burry. That's a new one by Sarah Burry. Yeah, so I thought it was like a, either a like that or a Dear Evan Hansen type. Yeah. If you, I, I'm sure you're familiar with those. Okay, so aside from Wicked, do you have a second favorite? Second favorite, the more contemporary one, the last five years, which they recently, not recently, but a few years ago, turned into a movie. Um, the last five Anna. years is the title? Yeah. Oh, sorry. I haven't heard of that one. Okay, so let's just play a little game. So yours is that. Can you guess mine? I'll, so top two of mine. Just guess. Okay. Based on you, I think you really like. Yeah. I want to say Chicago. Okay, and what's the other one? I'm not saying you're right or wrong yet. Uh, it's just that. Okay, know, and the Chicago. other one is Rent. 
You're completely off on both. <laughs> Okay. okay um, but you know those both those two musicals. You know them. Oh so, yeah. Right? I mean, I love okay. Chicago the film and the musical. Okay. I like as well, but it's not really like my favorite. And don't okay. hate me for saying this, but I really dislike Ren. Not because of the story. I think it's an amazing story, but Yeah. <sighs> <laughs> you know, in high school, That's why. In in high school, like Jesus Christ, in high school, every single guy Every single girl who watched the play or watched the damn film when we were learning guitar in music class would always sing that the seasons of love. Always. Like every single recess, every single lunch, every single time we were waiting for like our parents or the school was to pick pick us up. It's like 525,600 minutes. Guys. It's a, it's a good story. Don't get me wrong. It's ahead of its time. But could we please sing a different song? Like any other Rent song, please? You got tired of it pretty quickly. Yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong. <laughs> amazing story. It's amazing. It's amazing. But my goodness. It's like, you know, when you're learning guitar and, and everyone always plays Wonderwall? Yeah. Like, could we not do like, like a Sweet Caroline right song. now? Which there is simpler. <laughs> Okay, but um, okay. So, my 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 top two are Miss Saigon, Miss Saigon, and Le Miserable. Those are like honorable mentions. For for you, but for me, that's like for me, me, Miss Saigon with Leia Salonga. I never got to watch it, but my sisters watched it. Leia in the Philippines. And yeah. their your gift to me was the soundtrack, the the, the CD and amazing, amazing. So yeah. yeah, okay. So yours is um wicked. Can I ask why? Like why wicked? Sure. Uh, it's it's the very first play that we got to watch, um, live here in Manila actually. Uh, I got to watch it with my best friends at the time. Actually, that just, was in Resort World or in. Resorts World it's or the, something? No, it's CCP. Ah, okay, that it one. That the, one. Okay. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. was the Australian cast. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. I know what you're talking about now. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, that's before that, Before that, I, I got to watch it naman na, um, on a bootleg copy off on YouTube. But the angles were really bad and people Yeah, were yeah, like, because it's like the person with their, they're probably yeah. in a suit <laughs> they're, and they're putting they're their phone there and they're like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So I, I already know how it was going to go. But just seeing it in like an, you know, weird angle. Yeah. And yeah. then I got to listen to the songs and I just like instantly fell in love with how everything was. The story, I read, I think, all four books. And then so when... the song there again? Is Gravity the title of the famous song there? Defying Gravity. Defying Gravity, right, right. Sorry yeah. about that. Sorry, Sarah Bailey was stuck in my head again. <laughs> amazing, amazing singer. So yeah, the, so the story of song? just the my favorite song of the whole wicked, yeah, wicked um, musical. It's um, as long as you're mine. I'm Before, very proud of you, Sophie. That's a, that's an excellent, why? excellent choice. Well, <laughs> you know that, you know, yeah. But don't ask me to sing. Like, do, do you want no. to like storm there and then 
there's like tornadoes and a tsunami and an earthquake all at the same time. Uh, but maybe you could sing a bit of it just for our audience who may not know the song. Um, it, it probably goes, let me find my pitch. So I'll introduce you. Here's Sophie Dadala. <laughs> with, um, yeah, go. I think Alphaba goes, kiss me too fiercely, hold me too tight. I need help believing you're with me tonight. Like just that first line of the song really makes you want to like get into it more. And there's like a time when all I listened to was that, that whole album on repeat for like a whole three weeks. It, it, I just I couldn't listen to anything else actually. I tried listening to other songs to like keep it keep it fresh and listen to something new. But I, I can't. I was stuck in a in a rabbit hole. That's an Alice in Wonderland reference, but I really was stuck. <laughs> I, I I loved it so much. But because before Wicked, I actually was a really huge fan of um the Phantom of the Opera. And seeing as I can't sing any of those songs on there. <laughs> Can I just say when you when you sang that, I was so tempted to say, and the Tony for best actress <laughs> musical goes to. Come on, don't don't be don't be don't be humble or trying to be humble. We all know you could sing those songs. From the songs from the Phantom of the Opera. Easily. I cannot. I like, tried. Like, I tried. Like, like I, I feel I that if I if I close my eyes and you're singing Phantom, I think it's Sarah Brightman singing or something. <laughs> oh wow, what an honor! But I also watched the Sierra Bodges version of it. She's she's yeah. a really good actress. I like her. Oh yeah, definitely. Uh, I like because her style. She, did did you know that Sarah um, Sierra Bodges was not trained? Like oh, I didn't know that. I didn't know that. So she's like she you, like natural, me. talented, like naturally talented. It was not not like me, but like she's, <laughs> she's something I, like I can look up to. For three seconds, You're like no, 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 no. I, I need to, I need to be humble right now. I, I, I don't want no. people to think that I know how good I am. I, I want to be the girl who doesn't know how good I am. Then everyone's like, but Sophie, you should be winning Tonys and shit. And I'll be like, no, I'm not as good as them. But deep down, said, like, yeah, the Tony should be mine. Okay. <laughs> yeah, no, but sorry. I, I, I use Sarah Brightman just because, you know, I'm old. She's You're the young, original. I'm old person. But yeah. So, okay. So, you know, I mean, so we went through that. And the next thing I want to ask you is how did starring, you know, because you're a part of the production a lot, right? You know, the rehearsals. I'm sure... The director and people are asking you for your inputs about the scenes that you're involved and things like that. Um, you know, my the basically the question is, how did starring in a musical help you? You know, in life in general, whether it's professional, personal, etc. Like, how did it help you with, with life? I, I think that came up also naturally for the rest of us because the the batch that I was with was very collaborative. In terms of working um, towards the success of the production, they were no one. No one in our batch was like, "I know how to do this. You should. You should pick me." Everyone was like seeking each other's help and giving creative inputs, trying different things. It was a um, a trial and error, very much for us. 
because it, it was something that we all did for the first time. I mean, no one, no one had real hands-on experience except from what we see already in the movies and the the plays that we watched. So yeah, every everyone was just very. Um, they were very collaborative in that sense, and I I think I brought some of that into my life until today, where I. I'm very open to accepting um, how other people work, and like, and just like make a collaboration out of that and make things work with whoever I am, like in friends, with the band, with my workmates. It's 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 very, it's very refreshing to hear other people's opinions that are not yours, and just listening so to it also. I'm curious though, what's your favorite Filipino song of all time? Maybe top three. No rankings, just top three in your head. <laughs> Don't ask me to sing it because I can't. <laughs> no, no, no. So, fine, fine. No singing because I think, uh, you know, I don't want to overexpose you. But, yeah. but then I know, you know, you could sing. You can sing the phone book and it will sound like a masterpiece. But anyway, like top three Filipino <laughs> songs. My number one is Bukas na lang kita mamahalin. Shoot, who sang Lani Misaluta. Right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That that's a very famous Filipino song. It goes okay. very low, like Bukas na lang. and then she surprises you. And then it's like what? And you're like oh, and she's like oh. Okay. Yeah. But anyway, everyone so, just goes huh? quiet. I mean, it yeah. it can really resound in an empty room and wherever you are, it's just it's an instantly recognizable song. Okay. So tomorrow I will love you. That's the English title. Then next. <laughs> and then I'm sorry, the you know, that's really one. just for my for the viewers who will watch this like in a couple of hours or okay. from abroad. Yeah, but anyway, oh. so um, yeah, I'll love you tomorrow by Lani Masalucha. Then what are the other two? And then you also have the Regine Velasquez singing Pangako. Okay, those All are right. those are songs that I grew up yeah. trying to sing. Yeah. There, yeah. That's that's those that. were yeah. songs that I tried singing, tried finding my voice with. Because there was a struggle, like, am I am I just trying to copy how they sound, or is it does it sound like how I sound like originally? Yeah. yeah so those those two okay. songs that, that are like intrinsically part of my life. So and then the third one. And the last one. The third one is is by a local, by my band Harvera. Uh, it's called something new. Boo! It should be sorry and goodbyes. Boo. No. Boo, Sophie Dadula. Boo. Hashtag cancel Sophie Dadula. Boo. <laughs> well, sorry and goodbyes is a really, really good song, and it's the. Are you the song kidding that me? Most it's not just a really, really good for. song. Like that should it's be like a awarding-winning song right there. <laughs> like you know, I want to exactly, kill all exactly. of them for writing that song. Like, okay, yeah, but go ahead. Yeah, explain the third song, then I'll do a mini rant about sorry and goodbyes. Yeah. <laughs> so something new is the band's um, one of the songs that's part of their first um, EP. It's a it's a it's a song written by Jake, of course, but um, the lead singer Isai also had a hand in it, and the keyboardist Theo my friend was also very much involved in it. So that's the song that's like internally, that's the song that they did a most, 
that's how they did it together. Because most of the songs were written by Jake, right? And it yeah, he's it comes off um, it comes off almost ready, and they just contribute to the sound that makes it whole. But this one, uh, something new, something that they 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 really did together. So I'm I'm proud of that, and I love how the song turns out too. When you listen to it on Spotify or on Apple Music, wherever you want to listen to. It sounds very different when you hear it live, and they never bring out that song unless they they were playing song. something special. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like it's. I, I want to look forward to. This is what I don't I I don't like about um getting into bands. I don't like missing their sets, even as a fan before when I was still not not connected with them. I didn't like. I will I will travel from south to north the fastest way I can, which was Ankas, yeah. by the way. Just before. so you don't miss it. Just so I don't miss it. And I and you would and leave I at just, like I, 1 p.m. to reach a 7 p.m. gig or something. Yeah, I made it a promise to myself and to the band that I wouldn't miss another set of theirs again. Because I knew about them in like 2012. And then didn't really they didn't really touch m- me or had my heart until 2017. So there's that great, that gap that I missed that they were playing. Then I, I I wasn't there to watch it, so I made it like I made it a a promise to them and to myself also. So I just want to say a little story that I couldn't say in the episode last week because you're here now, and I just want okay. you to confirm this story if you do remember so mm. there was a time that i no, and until now i still love very 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 sad songs like the sadder the better like if i can finish more than two packs of cigarettes after listening to that song that means it's really good and i remember asking sophie i went there and said sophie can you recommend to me a very sad opm song that's in english because of course don't get me wrong i love sad you know songs in Filipino, but at that moment I want something in English but by a local band. And she said, um, listen to Sorries and Goodbyes by Banna Harbear. And I was like, okay, at that time I didn't know you were connected to them or anything. You just said, yeah. listen to Sorries and Goodbyes by Banna Harbear. like, okay. Then I was at home. I listened to the song. Then I was like, shit. So I finished the that amount of cigarettes I said last week, right? Which was a lot. Uh mm-hmm. Then I'm not sure. I, I don't know if you do remember this story, but see, I'm smoking a cigarette while telling the story. Uh, <laughs> you know, when, when I was at work, you know, doing my reports and stuff, we were kind of like seatmates or very close to each other in terms of proximity. You were seated like in front of each other. Yeah. And then I started singing stories and goodbyes because I was listening to it on Spotify and you were surprised that I, that I actually enjoyed the song. And I just have to say to our viewers, Please listen to that song. In terms of the Paolo Agua scale of how sad it is for me, in terms of the way it was written, the score, the way it was sung, everything, I would compare it to Adele's All I Ask in that meter. Like That's that's how high that song is for me in terms of are you heartbroken? Did you go through a bad breakup? Do you just want to drink until you fall asleep or something? Put on Sorry and Goodbyes by Banner Herbera. Excellent, excellent song. 
Thank you. Do you remember that story though about you telling me that? Of stuff? course. Like you really do. And I me, kind of singing it in a very bad way because you know I'm I'm an awful singer. <laughs> Unlike you, you're an excellent. I just singer. I just rem- remember being really proud that I that you liked it, honestly. Because I, I would say it to anyone. At that time, that was like the peak of me falling in love basically with Banahar Bear. So any anyone who would ask. But it was a genuine suggestion to listen to that. I mean, it was very much a sad song, right? Not very much it is. Okay, so we're in the latter last part of the episode. And before I let Sophie Dadala go, you know, I just want to thank her for being here. She's a very, very busy lady. Um <laughs> but an awesome human being. So I just have one last question for you, Sophie. Yeah. And you cannot mention Wicked. You cannot mention Rand. You cannot mention any of the musicals you mentioned right now, okay? If a person goes up to you and says, Sophie, I'm going to watch one musical once my whole life. Okay, I'm just going to watch it once. I'm going to watch it live in New York or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. What musical would you tell that person to watch? He or she does not care about the genre. But all they want is after they watch that musical, and they're asking for a recommendation, okay? Assuming all yeah. musicals are playing that week or whatever. They say, Sophie, I want your recommendation that I want to watch this musical and it's going to be the only musical I see live in my whole life. What would it be? That's a very loaded question. But already I have an answer. Um, I would recommend them to watch uh, Funny Girl. Can yeah. I just say, Sophie... Of course. Um, <laughs> I am so like, you know, I know you. I mean, I won't say I'm your best friend or anything, but I didn't expect a lot of these answers from you if I'm going to be very <laughs> frank. Like, I was thinking you're going to say like, um, well, sorry, Miss Saigon, I already mentioned it. But like, but you get my point, right? Like something yeah, like yeah. that or like a cat's. But really funny, girl. I mean, that's based on the Barbara Streisand film. Like, yeah. Yeah. Wow, okay, why? Why Funny Girl? Because, well, you get to enjoy a why not whole Zanadu string or, or anything. Like, why, why? No, I love the film, by the way. I'm actually yeah, yeah. amazing film. It was a flop, everyone hated it, but I love the film. But why Funny Girl? I mean, I love the film, don't get me wrong, but really, wow, okay. Well, yeah, one is to each his own. You can choose Santa. Of, of course, of course. Yeah, yeah, no, of course. Okay. But then, like, but for me, I'm not like, trying to ask you to defend your answer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or anything, yeah. Right? It's more like, why funny girl, though? Why did you choose because funny Because you girl? just, you get to enjoy a very smooth ride without you actually knowing that you're going through the same thing as Fanny is. She, like, starts to dare to dream. She's confident with herself. That's, that's anyone's dream to be comfortable and be completely themselves. But then she goes through this. Um, she, she goes through a, a whole lot of additions. People like her. And then suddenly she fi- she finds the, the most perfect love, I think. And then she she loses it. So that's, that's something that you don't get to have a lot of with other musicals. And this one is just really... A, a smooth ride from happiness to sadness and happy and, and acceptance. So it's like you you can relate your own experience to it, but then the story is already so rich, and and the numbers there are. It's, it's Barbara Streisand. Need I say more? 
no, amazing, amazing film. Loved it. I, I would want to watch the musical. Is Jane Austen your fan? Is, is Jane Austen your friend by any chance? Jane Austen is my mom. Can I Not just say Jane Austen, author, the author? All I can say is Pride and Prejudice is in my top five favorite books of all time. That's my favorite yeah! book of yours. Uh, you should, you know that. You know that. I love Pride and Prejudice and Sense and Sensibility. Emma's okay. Uh, but yes, Miss Austin, please keep writing more books. I, I hope to <laughs> go to Pride and Prejudice in the future. Uh, but yeah, but you know, thank you so much, Sophia Dadala, for being here. Appreciate it. I, I mean, you know, maybe thank it's past you. her bedtime or anything, but thank you so much for I, being here. I also just wanted to say that we were, we, I told you about the 180. Um, oh, yeah, yes, yes, sorry, sorry, circle. yes. The way that, that it went, the way that it went full circle was when I also graduated at, on the same stage. So that's the 360, right? That, that's the 360 for me. So yeah. it was like, it was a memorable 180. But then like the 360 really completed that one. No, that, that, that's experience. nice. And um, not, to, not to try to, you know, to butter up your mom or anything, but good job to you, Jane Austen, for, you know, raising a very good human being who <laughs> gave amazing answers tonight. I was very surprised with a lot of her answers. Surprised in a good way, not in a bad way, obviously. <laughs> Uh, but please start writing Pride and Prejudice too. I I, I can't wait for that. <laughs> a sequel uh, would be nice. <laughs> definitely, definitely. I want a legitimate Jane Austen sequel, not one of those. You know, I hate it when modern authors make sequels, and it's not good. Yeah. Like, I mean, if it was like a standalone book, it would be excellent. But like, yeah. you're saying Pride and they, Prejudice. They really no, come on, man. Like, no way. But yeah, thank you so much again, Sophia, for being here. But before I let you go. Um, okay. I want you to like plug in like where people could find you on social media if you want to be found. If you don't want to be found, that's okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah, go ahead. I think I just want everyone to listen to the songs of Van Harbera on Spotify and on Apple Music. They're my favorite band, local band of all time. Um, and then if any of you want to go on a vacation just in Manila, just 90 minutes away from Manila, please visit the farm if you can. <laughs> the phone's never stop ringing anyway. But then you can just message me if you want to go. <laughs> but we should go. I think you and your girlfriend are going to enjoy this place. I'm sure, but I definitely have to save, like, maybe for 25 years or something to afford the night. No. <laughs> No, but yeah, I agree with Sophie. If you're gonna listen to Barna Har Harbera, and by the way, can I just quickly say, I I I asked them this, but I love the um, you know the Hanna Barbera cartoons as a kid, you know the Jetsons, uh, Flintstones, yeah. uh, Scooby Doo, etc. But please listen to Sorry and Goodbyes. I'm sure Jake and the band hate that people keep saying listen to that, but <laughs> it's such an amazing song. But again, I still um, dig you. That's the correct title, right? That's it's the new one. very underrated. It reminds me of the current Up Dharma Down sound. And I mean it in a very um, flattering way. Like, it's not an insult or whatever. I mean it yeah. in the most flattering way ever. It's a very underrated song. It's a song that I feel, if we didn't, if we weren't in a pandemic, should be playing in all the different clubs right now <laughs> and such. No, honestly, Thank it's an amazing you. song. And I, I think it's very criminal that it's very underrated right now. I, I, I do say so. But yeah, thank you again so much, Sophie, uh, Sophia Dadula. It's, it's been a pleasure, you know, catching up with you. Uh, amazing person, amazing personality, everything. Great singer. 
she should do in a Tony already and all. Uh, if not, we'll be back next week. Uh, we'll be having a former uh, flight attendant or stewardess. I'm not really sure what you call them nowadays. We're in, you know, she's going to talk about her life because of the pandemic. But for now, thank you so much again for everyone who viewed. Sophie, thank you. And if you didn't thank see you. the Banner Harper episode last week, please do watch it. Uh, where I kind of insult them at the same time because I'm like, how the hell did you write a bad song? Uh, you guys are horrible human beings. I'm just kidding. But yeah, thank you again, Sophie. Thank you for everyone who watched. See you guys next week. Take care. God bless. Goodbye, everyone. Thank you. And shout out, uh, Miss Universe Philippines is happening. I don't know who won, but let's go San Juan City. I'm from Green Hill, so... I know! Let's go, let's go Ayin! I mean, you know, Ayin's awesome, but I'm from Green Hill, so it's like... <laughs> It's the sun one. Let's go, y'all. All right. Bye, everyone. Take care. Bye.